So this is a festival to remember God's rescue and celebrate. Okay, that is our theme today, remembering God's rescue and celebrating God's goodness in that. Just as we celebrate our, our birthdays. At the centre it was the Passover meal. Now, as a quick quiz, in case, just so you were listening to the, to the, to the uh, reading from, from Exodus 12, you can have it open if you want, um, but children particularly, here's the question, it's a quick quiz about what they ate at the Passover meal. Okay, so, so here's the first question. Did they have beef burgers, fried chicken, uh, roast lamb, or hot dogs? What did they have uh, for their mm, Passover meal? Can you remember? Beef burger, fried chicken, roast lamb, or hot dogs? Roast lamb. Excellent, Josiah. They had roast lamb. I'm sure if you had a choice of those four, what would you have? Hot dogs. Uh, but they had roast lamb. They did indeed. They had uh, roast lamb. I mean, that is a very cute picture of a lamb, isn't it? And, and I apologise for all people who love roast lambs. Uh, I mean, who love lambs, not roast ones. Uh, but they ate lamb. Why did they eat lamb? Because, well, do you remember the story? What happened? They, they were, it reminded them of how God had saved them on the night of Passover. How each family had had to take a, a lamb, a, a, a one-year-old lamb, perfect and unblemished and unspoiled, and bring it into their home. So they got to know it and love this lamb. And then sadly, they had to, to kill the lamb to put the blood on the lintels of their, their doorposts at the home. Because God was coming in judgment against the evil of Egypt. And the one way to be delivered, to be saved, to be rescued from that judgment was to put the blood of the lamb sacrificed on behalf of the family on the doorframe. And when the angel came over, everyone who'd done that, who'd obeyed God and put the blood on the lamb on the doorposts, uh, the, the angel passed over. They were rescued. They were set free. And so that's why lamb is what they would eat uh, at the Passover party, at the celebration, at this uh, great festival. Okay, uh, what else? Let's have, a, let's have a look and see what, what else do you think they had in their Passover meal. Did they have M&Ms, chocolate digestives, bitter herbs, or pick-and-mix sweets? M&Ms, chocolate digestives, bitter herbs, or pick-and-mix sweets? Oh, what do you think? Bitter herbs. Excellent, very good. Well done, bitter herbs. Again, probably not the first choice if it, you were choosing your meal menu, but... Uh, uh, bitter herbs. And do you know why? Bitter herbs, because, because they were remembering at this great party, remembering God's rescue, they were remembering what God had rescued them from. That he'd rescued them not from something nice and, and sweet and, and, and happy, but from the very horrible slavery that they'd been facing. He was rescuing them out of slavery in Egypt, out of the trials, out of the bitter suffering that they were facing. God came in his love to rescue the people from that suffering. That's why they wanted to, to remember it and celebrate the fact that they had been re relieved and, and rescued. Okay, last, uh, last question. I mean, there were several other things they ate, but here we are, here's it. Did they have with their uh, menu, with their Passover menu, a, a plate of chips, uh, chewy bagels, unleavened bread, or smiley potatoes? I mean, who doesn't like smiley potatoes? But, but what, what did they have out of, out of uh, 
Tim doesn't like smiley potatoes. Uh, unleavened bread. They did. They had unleavened bread. Bread without any yeast in it. You know, you put yeast in bread. I mean, those of you who make bread here, uh, I'm not one of them. Uh, you put yeast in and, and, it, and it rises up. You have to wait, though. You have to wait ages as it gets involved in the, in the, in the bread and rise up. But they had unleavened bread, bread without yeast, because they were in a hurry. See, they were people on the move. And so uh, they had to eat their meal with all their clothes on as though they were about to go on a journey, because they were going on a journey. God came and he rescued them out of Egypt. They had to flee and head to the promised land. You see, that is why they were celebrating. That's why they used unleavened bread, because they were in a hurry. They had to leave quickly. So uh, why do they need to have this annual party? They'd have uh, with their lamb and their bitter herbs and their, uh, and their unleavened bread. They needed it because, because God knew that they would quickly forget. That as soon as they were out of Egypt, they'd forget how horrible it was. Uh, and, 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 and in fact, we'll see next week, they did straight away. They started grumbling that they didn't have enough food and drink and they wanted to go back to Egypt. But, but they needed to remind themselves of God's rescue, his goodness, because they so quickly would forget. And that's what we need to do, to remember God's rescue regularly and to celebrate that rescue. And, uh, of course, we don't, we don't have the Passover festival. We, we won't celebrate a Passover meal this, uh, this year because the Passover meal... This rescue from slavery towards the promised land, of course, was fulfilled. It was pointing to an even greater rescue. The Passover meal pointed us to the greater rescue of the cross. So in the New Testament, Jesus is described as the Passover lamb, the one who was killed in place of us the one who carried God's judgment when the angel passes over. Jesus carries the judgment so that we don't have to. The, the Exodus uh, reminds us that we are set free from the bitter herbs of, of slavery to sin and death. Not physical slavery in Egypt, but a spiritual slavery to sin and to death, to darkness. And Jesus brings us out of that into the light, into life. And, 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 and the, the, the celebration that we have is, is that we're rescued from, from, from sin and death and we're on the journey to the promised land of heaven. Uh, we're on a journey. The unleavened bread reminds us uh, of that. So, so we don't have the Passover. Uh, we have Jesus, who is our uh, wonderful rescuer and redeemer. And, of course, he gave us another celebration so that we could regularly remember, so that we don't forget and we're going to be celebrating that next Sunday uh, in church. And, of course, that is the Lord's Supper or the Holy Communion, where we take bread and we wine. We, it's a different kind of meal to the Passover meal, but it's doing the same thing. It's reminding us as we break the bread of Jesus' body that was broken for us. As we pour the wine, it reminds us of the blood of Jesus that was shed for us. And as we remember, uh, as we come to Jesus, uh, we can celebrate the, the rescue from sin uh, to life, from death to life. And of course, it's not just the Lord's Supper. In a sense, we do that every Sunday when we gather. You know, every Sunday we gather. One of our uh, values here at Christchurch is, is joyful celebration. 
We want to be people who are regularly celebrating the goodness of God and the good things that God gives us. That's why we have a birthday Sunday, to celebrate and remember and give thanks. Uh, but of course, every Sunday is a reminder of the rescue that God brings us because every Sunday it's Resurrection Sunday. You know why we, why we change? You know, we don't have Sabbath. We don't worship us on a Saturday as, as, uh, as the Jews did and as, as was in the Ten Commandments because in the New Testament, Jesus rose to life on the first day of the week, on the Sunday, on Resurrection Day. And so every time we gather like this on a Sunday, we're gathering in the name of Jesus to remember the Savior that died for our rescue and is alive again. Uh, we come to remember that Jesus is alive and, and, and his Spirit is with us so that every Sunday where we gather is a resurrection day. It's a day to remember and to celebrate. And it's a great reminder that when we go from here, we're not going, uh, having had a great sort of celebration, but then we're just going into the rest of the week. No, we're going uh, with the risen Jesus going with us, with the Holy Spirit going with us, whether you're going back to school this week after half term, or whether you're going to work, or whether you're going to uh, be with friends or family or going away or whatever you're going, wherever you're doing, uh, we are going with our God who rescues us, with the God who redeems us, uh, with the one we remember and we celebrate. So um, it's so vital because we so quickly forget. You might not, but I forget quickly. And I, things close in and I feel worried or anxious or, uh, about things. And, and things close in because I so quickly forget that I have a God who is a rescuer and a God who is with me. And so we need to keep remembering that and reminding one another and, and having these uh, great feasts, just like that Passover festival. So we're, we're going to have a res little response to that. I'm going to hand back to Sarah, and she's going to lead us in a time of uh, uh, remembering. Thank you, John. Um, as I was thinking about this service, I was struck by the fact that sometimes we also forget the things that God has done in our life. Or maybe we don't forget, but we don't think about sharing them. And over the scripture, God says, remember what I've done for you and tell the generation so they will remember. And I wonder what stories we have. What has God done in our lives that maybe we need to tell somebody, that we need to remember? Things that point us back to Jesus. Moments in, in our lives where we can say, yes, Lord, and thank you. So we're going to take just a little bit of time to think about that, but also to share it maybe with the people around you. Because I'm struck by the fact that I often don't talk about the things that God has actually like, done that I can say. This is what the Lord has done in my life. And to tell other people. And I want my boys to know mommy's story. But do I take time to tell them those, point, those times when, when God has done something that I remember? Um, so as the band come up um, and, and prepare to, to lead us in song worship, I just invite you to take a moment, maybe turn to those around you or have some time of prayer. If you don't, can't think of any of those moments um, where God has done something, I'd encourage you to pray that the Lord would remind you that he would give you those experiences to remind you and to tell others because they're powerful. Our stories are powerful. If you want prayer for that as well, prayer that God would, would give you those stories to share, please do see the prayer team um, during, during the worship. So, uh, Tim, if you want to start leading in, in some music, we'll have just a moment of prayer. Father God, thank you that you have given all of us a story, just like you gave the Israelites a story. 
Help us to tell the stories in the scripture to our children and our friends and our family and our neighbors, but also, Lord, will you help us to have courage to tell our stories as well? Help us to remember, Lord, what you've done in our lives. And give us stories as we continue on in our days that point back to you. Help us to look at you, Lord, and to know that you are a powerful God who did great things in the Exodus with Moses and you do great things now. Amen.